Previously last week on Cockdai, the heroes arrived in Barovia and persuaded Ismark, and Ismark persuaded them back to take his sister, Irina, out of the city and away from Strahd's grasp. Just then, an old friend of Varius turned up looking to steal his body, Tibblesworth! You watch as he dropped. Oh, whoop, nope. Uh, went too far ahead. Dispatching uh, the Revenant for now. You return to Irina in the other room, finding her locked in the grasp of Strahd, drinking greedily from her throat. You watch as he dropped her limp form to the ground and then dissipated into a cloud of mist that cuts through your group, causing you to shiver. Leaving town after that uh, wonderful experience, uh, you took a pit stop at the church and uh, buried the former burgomaster and absolved the priest before heading out into the Slavic woods. Pushing through the trail, you continued on to Valaki, and with some wonderful rolls, walked within the high walls topped with spitted wolf's heads. Near the center of town, you discovered a lovely inn, spelled with one N, not two. Nice, nice there, DM, good job. Offering views of an expansive lake and the green of the shores surrounding by the forest, bend the blue water of the lake into a brilliant turquoise. Settling in, uh, you are served a decent wine, and uh, after listening to the colorfully dressed man in the corner regale the bartender with wild stories, who uh, looks to be listening with about a half an ear. Wow, that's a, a pretty fascinating tale you got there, laddie. I, uh, oh boy, that's uh, quite a story. That's nothing compared to the one time I was sailing off the Sword Coast when I saw a giant sea snake covered with eyes. We played cards for a few hours. It was really quite pleasant afternoon. Well, uh, a uh, giant sea snake, you say? Uh, how many eyes did it have? Thousands, thousands, and thousands of eyes, all looking off into the great beyond. Uh, okay, all right. Here, let me, uh, let me freshen up your drink there, little friend. Or, um... Bartender kind of glances over at you, like shaking his head and rolls his eyes. You believe the customer, the clientele, I got to deal with those over here.
Does there, is there anyone particularly interested in looking in this in? The gentleman at the uh, corner of the bar, zoom in on there for you. Is uh, colorfully dressed, even though his token is wearing all brown. He's got some wonderful yellows and reds and greens in there, and a, a lovely cloak. And he's making all these wired, wild gestures with his arms, like big circles and like jamming. You, you can tell this character is. This guy. Uh, that or is the barmaid. It is uh, this fellow over here. If you're pinging, uh, I... ah, that. Okay. Understandable. That's that's all you had to say. Uh, no, not that. Sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not living out the slime or anything like that. Yes, later that day, I was attacked by a pride of flying tigers who had been working with some dragons whom lay hidden, waiting. Needless to say, that was a day I began hunting and would eventually cause the collapse of the population of flying tigers and inevitably their extinction. Oh, let me guess. It was all going great until you took an arrow to the knee and you had to retire. No, 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 I'm still quite active. Uh, thank you for questioning my storied career there, uh, good man. Uh, oh, oh my. Well, you're quite an interesting character. What do you find yourselves doing around these parts? And, uh, you're welcome, by the way. The reason you don't have to deal with flying tigers is because of me. That's why you've never seen them. Flying <laughs> tigers? They're probably not actual flying tigers, though. Are you saying I've uh, fabulated a part of my fantastic story? How dare you? Yes. I think you're lying. Go! Go! And he, like, throws both of his arms up into the air, falls backward across his chair, over the table, onto the floor, starts rolling in protestations. Oh, it's so dramatic. Oh, well, uh, try not to mind him too much. He's um, an interesting character. How can I help you? Yeah, he brings over a couple of uh, pretty reasonably tasting wine to you guys. Take a sip of wine. It's pretty good. You'd uh, consider this mid-shelf. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Various? Yeah. Do you have something you'd like to ask this bartender? No, not at the moment. And as you guys take up your drinks, you look out and you see that this wonderful Blue Water Inn, as the name of Of the Blar says, it's very open architecture scheme. You look out and you're on somewhat of a hill here and you look down over this wonderfully expansive blue lake. <laughs> and while there still is a bit of fog in the air, it's 
quite a bit clearer out here, and you can even see rays of sunshine poking through the mist. I thought there was no sun in Barovia. Almost, almost no sunlight. You can see like a shaft, sh like shoot down right into a tree. Doesn't hit the surface, does not touch the ground, but you, you do see like a few hints of sunshine. Maybe the city offers hope and maybe some sort of refuge from Strahd. Perhaps. The village. What's our next course of action, anyway? Well, I believe we were delivering Irina and her brother. Bismarck? Ismark? Ismark is, Mark? is, is, is no Mark? longer with your party. Irina is the only one who left with you from Barovia over to the Locky. Are we taking her? She is with your party currently. Yeah, but like, we... John's gonna keep coming after her, right? Probably. Unquestionably. He's obsessed with me. Understandable. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Well, it, he's been doing this for a while, right? So, I mean, he, he probably doesn't want this Irene specifically. I mean, he'd probably be fine with just killing her off and waiting for her to reincarnate. I would prefer that you not be so flippant about my fate in front of me. I would No, 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 no. no. I, I don't mean that. As in, we're just gonna kill you off. I'm saying, it's not a guarantee that he'll just kidnap you or whatever. He could very well just kill you outright. I plan on him. I thought, in all honesty, that he would change me into a vampire spawn so that I would be his possession. For as long as he was entertained with my presence before tossing me aside, I would really like to avoid that fate. I do not consider myself to be anyone's toy. Well, would you like to live forever? She puts a hand on her dagger and starts thumbing the top of the blade. I'm actually troubling, I'm having trouble finding reasons of continuing. I figure that the safest way of ensuring that I am not enslaved for all eternity by a mad king would be remove myself from the situation. However, your soul knight friend here, and she nods over towards Castellan. <laughs> he has convinced me that I should at least continue to this city and maybe even to Kresk to see if we can find some kind of safe haven. This place looks good. This is promising. I look around, I see it's good tasting wine, high fences. This might actually work. And you see it's Strahd we're talking about. A nice little gated community isn't going to stop him from, you know, getting his lifelong goal. It stopped him for now. How come Strahd hasn't been able to crash into the city so far? It seems that he's been prevented from doing so. Maybe he just doesn't need to for now. So, yeah, he probably knows exactly where you are right now. Take Which is why we should keep only perpetuate the problem. You see the false hope in her eye extinguish and the dark clouds of reality return over her situation. Very well, let's investigate this town and see what's what. 
I mean, while that's happening, can I gather materials to make a health potion? Well, I'd love to see what I have in the back over here. Maybe I've got something for a health potion. Uh, and he takes out a broken, dirty half flask that's like burnt on one side. It's like black. You're not sure what's caked inside there. Also brings out a bag of sugar. Look, we're not really set up for that kind of thing around here. Supplies are hard to come through, Barovia. Here, look, look, head over to the mercantile. Let me get his, uh, I, I know his name. Just let me look it up real fast. No, no, it's not Blinksies. They'll probably not be able to make you uh, health potions. That's not going to work. Um... Alright, well, guess we'll do the basic thing and just learn more about our surroundings. I'm sure that will be fun. Oh, there it is. Uh, head over to the stockyard. It's, um, talk to Arasek. He'll be able to help you out. Thank you, good sir. Of Who course, of course. That? What are you doing, Varys? You guys heading out? Varys will down the rest of his wine and stand and offer his arm to uh, Irina. Very well, let's go explore the rest of the city and discover why is it exactly that Strahd has been unable to pierce its defenses? And at that, you uh, look over, and as you guys stand up to leave, the uh, gentleman in the colorful cloak stands up with a flourish of his cane and says, um, One moment, I will join you as well. I've been meaning to return to the Arisk Stockyard and pay for some minor fees. I have some very important and magnificent uh, favors. And I had to store them there, and they've been quite accommodating. Uh, Mind accompanying you a little walk through the city? Perhaps we can get to know each other and become better acquainted. Uh, I'm gonna ask for whatever this wine was, like a full bottle, to take with me. Uh, right, yeah, of course, here you go. And he hands you one bottle of the Wizards of Winery Midshelf. Um, it's got a name. It's uh, It's the middle one, though. Alright. Just the middle. Wizard's Winery Mitchell. <laughs> no, it has a. I can't look it up. I can't find that. Okay, never mind. You guys give me a heart attack. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> well, I'll be taking this with me. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just, uh... yeah. I guess I'll follow behind Various and. You guys make your way through Velaki and you see that it's actually a pretty interesting town. Everything you hear is... Well, it's pretty well built. Everything's sturdy construction. There doesn't seem to be any kind of shortages on supply. There seem to be able to go out and get a fair amount of wood for any kind of construction. And seems like there is some kind of... The level of oppression isn't as bad as it was in Barovia. 
you can still see that there are some abandoned houses here. There's not an occupancy in every single house, which leads you to believe that population in this town has been declining over the years. However, overall, much better looking, healthy looking people. You see that the defenses are manned at any given time. There are guards walking around the fences that seem to be some places about 10, 15 feet tall, maybe a little bit taller than others. And you guys making your way, making your way through the town, you arrive at a large stockyard that has several locked sheds along its periphery and lies adjacent to a roomy warehouse. A wooden sign above the front gate reads, Arasex Shaw Stockyard. Parked at the end of the stockyard is a sturdy carnival wagon. It's colorfully painted, peeling off, faded. Letting, uh, lettering on the side spelled the words Rictavio's Carnival of Wonders, and a heavy padlock secures the back door. And you guys, oh, walking through the stockyard, it seems pretty abandoned right now. He continues regaling you with different stories. And yes, there were lobsters, infinite lobsters, and there was this fiend calling himself the Man-Water. I was almost overwhelmed. In any case, this here is my wagon of wonders. And he gives it a slight smack, and you hear, and it starts rocking back and forth. It's in the wagon. Wagon suddenly lurching as though something big has thrown itself against its inside walls. You hear the cracking of wood, the scraping of metal, and the snarling as if something inhuman is contained upon. Upon yeah, closer. And then gone. Oh, well, uh, here's, um, it's, uh, well, I managed to capture and train a tiger. It's my most proud accomplishment. And you see a small tear run down his cheek. Doesn't sound very tame. It's like blowing up against the side of the uh, wagon. There's just cracking, sh splintery wood. Oh, yeah. Sounds Great like tiger sound effects. Uh, what is that? The, uh, the thing from Looney Tunes that just spins around. Tasmanian Devil. Uh, as it, that's what it sounds like. Tasmanian Devil. And at that moment, you see a couple, a man and a woman, walk out. They seem pretty humble folks, uh, middle-aged. And the man walks up, uh, uh what are you doing back here? Oh, just here to pay up and square for the, uh, for the week. Here you go. And he hands off a pouch of, uh, coins. You hear the tink, tink, tink. It's the coins exchange hands. Oh, um. Very good. And uh, who are your friends here? Uh, who they? Uh, you got newcomers. Don't really have a lot of visitors coming through town these days. I'm gonna ignore them. I want to look at the tiger. We're travelers passing through, trying to find supplies. Oh, well, I can help you out there, friend. Uh, we got anything from the player's handbook that's uh, below 25 gold pieces, but five times the price. Are you thieves? So, Pardon you. Me, what was that last part? <laughs> so, go ahead. You um, 
spend the necessary time communicating with Gunther and Yelena Arasek. Go ahead and add to your inventory anything that you would like to buy from these people. From the Adventuring Gear table in the Player's Handbook, that has a price of 25 gold pieces or less. Now what you're going to do is you're going to multiply that 25 gold piece item or less by 5, and that's going to be the price of the item. So make sure you're keeping track of the gold. Uh, everything's a little more expensive in a soul prison. I mean, that's prison for you. Am I right? God. So it's 5 GP for a thousand ball bearings? Oh, you oh. Well, you gotta understand, it's hard to make these ball bearings. We don't have industrial cause, uh, output in here. We gotta have make these. The blacksmith is really good. He makes these really round, but, you know, you got some production uh, abnormalities, quality control, and uh, these things go sweat. As you're doing that kind of bidding. Five GP for a bell. Yes. Well, you were also talking about how you didn't have many travelers coming through, so your stock must be very high. Oh, quite contrary. We're only able to trade for a limited amount of items. Inventory is always very sparse. Always super, super sparse. And he looks at his inventory and it's like overflows for a moment and then shuts it really fast. Uh-huh. Um, Cardius, upon closer inspection, you see that the sides of the wagon are splattered with dry blood. You also see an inscription on the wagon door frame that reads, I bring you shadow into the light. Is there, like, any opening to the, uh, wagon? You look around, it seems pretty sturdy, and uh, while some of the edges, like some of the seams, are starting to buckle a little bit, you can see where they've been hastily repaired. Like, you see, uh, just like those jaggy metal spike things that you hammer over wood to, like, seal a corner. See, like, all these X's and Z's uh, haphazardly arranged. This thing's uh, held together with the chewing gum and, uh, and tape. Mm -hmm. Then... Give me a perception check. You see that there is a trap sliding door on the top. So you see this trap door on top of the wagon. You see a lot of blood trails, like, from about a foot or two outside of the wagon, and then bloody streak marks towards the center of the trap door. It's right about this time that you finish up your business, and you complete all the purchasing that you'd like to do. Oh, I can buy drugs for 5 GP. What a steal. It was a bargain. I try to find that deal at the weed clubs all the time. I just had this place. 
is in the, uh, the uh, book wagon. I'm sorry? You you looked in the wagon? What happened? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a 24 on my perception for the so. thing, and then I said I wanted to open the, uh, uh, the trap door or whatever. Ah, I did not hear that. Thank you for clarifying. So you get up on top of the wagon and find that the trap door is locked, and as you kind of stick your fingers underneath the trap door to force it open or see what you can do, uh, Rictavio notices and is pulled away from his conversation with the stockyard owners. Whoa, 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 whoa. Careful, 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 careful. You don't know what you're doing. Stop, 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 stop. I will ignore his protests. No, 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 please. There's a tiger in there. I really suggest that you don't do that. Uh, how would you like to open? Let me double check that this thing's locked. It might not be locked. Um, how would you like to? All right. The lock. Uh-oh. Oh, there's... Oh, God. Oh, gosh. It's locked? Hmm. How are you trying to open this locked uh, trap door on the top? I'm going to firebolt the lock. I don't know what the AC of that lock was, but... It say you concentrate your cantrip and focus it into a highly pinpoint like blade of fire that blow torches down on the lock you hear a tink and see this poison needle shoot out right over your shoulder and then click the lock unlocks it before your before your hands you see the lock was ah jeez poison needle trap oh no Glad I didn't try to unlock that stealthily. Okay. Look, sir, sir, please. You don't understand. If that uh, savage animal gets out, well, he's not. He's actually quite cuddly and nice, but I'm telling you, it's going to be a huge pain in the ass if I have to get him back in that thing and you let him out. Please don't. Can I open the trap door? Huh? Can I open it? I don't care. I've come this far. Okay. Yep, he does not get a persuasion chance then. You go ahead and open it and... You guys see a tornado of orange and black erupt up out of this wagon and you see emerging a massive saber-toothed tiger clad in custom fitting armor looking around wildly. It bounds up onto the roofs and starts leaping across the houses. Rictavio grabs his hair and starts pulling at his beard. Oh god, no! Oh wow, a real Siberian tiger. Oh, wow. a saber tooth or Siberian? I don't care. I want it. Give me a second. This sounds like a job for Eric. I'm loading Eric. in. I'm logging. I'm logging in right now. Hell yeah! Welcome, dude. <laughs> Hurry up and log in. There's a tiger. And you uh, watch us. I know this... what I can do. Oh, what are you gonna try and do? I'm gonna take out one of my uh, paper dolls and rip it in half and summon Sapien Assaultus. You summon him up, and as you do, you watch as this tiger with a surprising dexterous in armor uh, just leap across these houses and disappearing into the distance. He is so fast. I'm just gonna have uh, hop on top of the back of the toad 
follow after him. I mean, he can jump pretty high and pretty far. Hold up, let me get the specific. So yeah. Ten feet without a running start. It's twenty. He's not the best, bro. but he can jump really high. So that's gonna help on roof. Because the long jump is twenty feet. So a twenty foot long jump with. The... I'll say, Billy. Ah, uh, yeah, you'll How be. How much does it weigh? Was that? How much does the toad weigh? Yeah. Very much. <laughs> I mean. It's 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 a large beast. It's a big boy. Ah. Uh, he he chunky. So you How see. How stable are the rooftops? <laughs> you watch it as matters this not. Toad leaps up into a house and then crashes through the roof. And you, for a second, you're startled. You're like, oh god! And then you see whoosh, a second crash as he leaps up out of that house and then whoosh, crashes through another house. And this repeats two or three more times as he chases the saber tooth tiger into the distance. People are running out of their uh -huh. homes. Ah! In that yes. situation, which would be scarier? Probably the I'm one. voting on Toad. Crash you through yeah, your house. <laughs> Savior, this is so sweet. Very cuddly boy. No need to worry. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, hey, there's a Toad in our house. Oh, hey, how you doing? Not liable for any damages that happen. So you guys... Oh, yeah, I guess we'll have to deal with our business later. And we'll... Farius will just kind of excuse himself from the stockyard and start chasing after both. You leave the two um, the two stockyard owners uh, open mouth agape as you retreat after the tiger and you hunt at his heels, run after the thing, and you see just this trail of destruction and fright as people are running out of their homes. There is just a wake of uh, just madness and chaos in the path of these two giant animals running through Velaki. Coming around the corner, ah. you see a giant parade, a procession of townsfolk, and heading directly for them and beginning to flee are the tiger and the toad. Uh, how far is the tiger from the toad? Just out of range from each other. I'd say 35 feet. They're about to reach the parade. Right, so on the next leap that this toad makes, can I jump off on my own and use my wings? Absolutely. Yeah, I have a 30 foot fly speed alright I'll say that gets you into range you're within 5 feet and we're going to go ahead and need some initiative uh, I'm getting this tiger hey Herrick's also here yes yes. awesome oh, Herrick shows up man. yeah I'm here yeah Herrick's here Herrick's there he's just there he was He was enjoying the party whole the, the parade he was at the parade whole time <laughs> Even when it wasn't going on. Is there a way that Farius could, like, kind of cut off through an alleyway to try and get in front of the tiger? Give me an intelligence check. Hey. Ah, Toad's going last. Hey. Dead end. Oh, wait, I thought you... Sorry, I thought the initiative was your intelligence check. Yes, uh, with a 12, that is sufficient. You're able to... <laughs> Headed off, and you do come to the parade at the same time, and you all kind of converge from different angles and see as this tiger just spreads this whole parade as people go flying, they're jumping through the air, one falls into a fountain, they're carrying this enormous wicker ball, and that just starts rolling 
down the uh, down the alleyway like Indiana Jones. You're like, oh god, is that gonna crush me? And then they rolls over you, and a bunch of people don't even notice it. Wicker you stay. Hmm. Yeah. Oh god, no. It is flammable at the front of this parade. <laughs> Where this wicker son is rolling towards, you see this well-dressed individual, slightly pale, hold up both his arms as if trying to stop the wicker ball, and he screams, All will be well! And the wicker ball squishes him, but envelops him and goes all the way down to his ankles and absorbs him, and he starts to roll down the alleyway as part of the wicker ball. All will be well! All will be well! I don't like that. I like that very much. It makes me happy. Fills me with joy. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy then. So you guys just see complete chaos. People are diving out of the way from this tiger. The tiger's the tiger's kind of doing like false charges and giving people little swats. Uh, what are you doing? I want to mount it. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a dexterity, a post dexterity check. Okay. Oh no. Oh, yes. <laughs> Grabbing onto the tiger's fur, leaping around its neck like Legolas, you swing onto the tiger, and with one arm in the air, ride him like a cowboy. Oh, that's great. I'm going to dig my heels into its side like you would a horse. I just don't have the spurs on, but the, 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 the thought is there. He rears up. Cool. The initiative down. One moment, please. Okay. Was that an action to mount it? Give that a free Was action. That... Alright, I'm gonna cast command. Alright. I need a wisdom save from the tiger. It doesn't make it. Unless it has modifiers. Does the tiger have modifiers? I think the tiger does have a modifier, but unless it's really good, I doubt it's going to make that check. I mean, you never know. What's, what's the... Trying to find the stat block for the thing. Sabertooth Tiger. Right, you said it was a wisdom is plus one for a total of 14. It meets. So you feel this thing almost under your influence, so close, bending to your will, calming down, and then all of a sudden it rears back up, peddling its little tiger paws. <sighs> Unfortunate. Right, let me finish, get the uh, initiative there. there. All right, so I believe, Harik, you have rolled the highest... Oh, no. Um, it's me, Herrick, the tiger, uh, Farius, and then the toad. Thank you. All right, Cardius, you're up first, and I believe you did... Um, I, I did my thing. Cast command. All right, Herrick, you're up. So, so they're riding it. 
Can I can I get in front of the tiger? Currently, Cardius is riding it. You can get in front of the tiger, yes. Okay. I'm gonna pull out some pull out another rat that Herrick got at the church. Oh god. <laughs> is it alive? He takes very good very good care of his food items. Squee. Can't let him spoil. Squee. I'm stuck with two people who eat rats. <laughs> that was only three times. Three times is too many. Herrick does it when he please. He doesn't count. <laughs> he doesn't count. So, um... like, Herrick, I know you're immune to poison, but the fairies! <laughs> they were well taken care of. Oh god. You want a plague? Because that's how we get a plague. Two of them were on accident. <laughs> oh god. So the first one was purposeful. Alright, Eric, you rush forward, taking out this rat from inside your baggage, and you pull it out, standing in front of a saber-toothed tiger with your friend on the back. What do you do? Uh, my cat there in front of me and try to get the tiger towards me. Yeah. Let's see if I had that. Alright, you see as this tiger hypnotically catches, immediately catches the scent of the rat and gets down into that position like uh, when dogs want to play, like the arms out but the hind legs reared and he starts like swatting at the rat. Okay, and since there's snare in front of me, he has to make a deck save, I believe. Yeah. All right, so you place a snare down and try to lead him into it. You have a big enough snare? No, no, it's a spell. Spell, the spell snare. Cast snare on the in front of him. All right, does a 16 save? Yes, barely. The last moment you see this tiger look down and snarl, leap back five feet back at you. All right, I see we were doing with that rat. <laughs> Any movement on your turn? Um, no. No. Just let him be. Get back on off. the tiger with me. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Gets on the tiger. I get to need a yeah. dexterity check as you leap through the air trying to land on the back of this tiger. A flip. <laughs> Roll low. Dexterity check or acrobatics or something. Just I'll dexterity. accept athletics. I'll accept athletics. If you want to roll uh, an acrobatics or athletics, I'll accept either or. Yeah. <laughs> Amazingly. I mean, this tiger really wants somehow you juke the tiger and you get him to trip a little bit and as he goes down and leans kneels almost perfectly you step off of his shoulder do a flip and land directly behind Cardius on the back of the tiger <laughs> this tiger really wants people to, to ride it huh no he you was see, a circus tiger he is a circus tiger he's well trained and that's why he is not slaughtering everyone in the parade before him you can tell he does not like people on his back, though, and he is 
bucking you like a bull, a uh, raging bull with uh, clamps on his testicles. Various. Uh, well, Farius was trying to help with Tiger, but then sees the giant ball rolling towards him in the alley. He just came through and is like, crap, turns around and starts running the other direction, like trying to use the prestidigitation cantrip to make small bursts of wind to try and slow it down, but it, no, it's not going to work. That scene from Indiana Jones. Alright, I'm going to need uh, athletics or acrobatics check to avoid being uh, completely flattened by this giant wicker sun. You think Seven. you've got it. You're like, no sweat, I'm the fastest, oh god, and you feel this thing crick, 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 crunch, and you are as well absorbed into this wicker sun, and as your feet kind of like stick halfway out, and your front side uh, is suspended in this hollow ball, you look directly across and see the current Burgomaster look back at you with a wild surprised look on his face. And for a second, you guys lock eyes and are like, what the fuck is happening? Oh dear, I believe this is quite the unfortunate turn of events. Uh, who are you? Who are you? This is happening. All will be well. Whoop, 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 whoop. And you guys keep rolling on down there. That is going to be the tiger's turn. He is going to try and buck you guys off as he cannot turn around and just bite you. Oh. I'm going to need a contested. At this point, it's probably going to be a strength roll for him to wiggle out of there. I'm not very strong. Very strong. Ooh, he rolled high. I'm not beating up. So 22, so you guys are thrown like off the back of a horse. Both of you landing prone. Wait, I didn't make mine. Is it a save or a, is it a save or just a strength throw? Uh, strength save. Now this is going to be a t contested check because you do have a position of advantage on his back. So straight check, straight strength check. Oh, uh, can I just oh, I fail. I, I off instead of being You tossed. said 22? It's... 18 on the tiger it might have modifiers he's got a plus know. four he is a strong he said tiger 22, 22. Yeah, that's correct I well, no I have, if i get a net 20 i couldn't i couldn't win either i have a one do it oh wait you can't do it so yeah absolutely yeah. cardius you do a backflip and land on your feet as you saw it kind of coming and i'll allow you to have advantage on that strength check as uh you guys are you guys are tag teaming him on the back it's kind of cute <laughs> even then <laughs> It's only like, barely, neither of us are going to make, we have plus ones. No, you guys are successfully thrown free. And as you guys land, uh, Herrick, you are landing prone. It, uh, wait, you didn't roll, but I'm assuming you're landing prone. Yeah, I was just going with that. And you guys see bounding over you, rushing forward to the tiger. You see Rictavio take out a giant slab of T-bone and start waving it in front of the saber-toothed tiger. Yes. Yes, you like big meat, don't you, Sam? Yeah, big Sam. meat. Yes, I, I, call, I call him Sam. It's his name. Yes, come, Sam. This way. And you see... This tiger starts to slowly stalk back down the alleyway, being led away by Rictavio. So, can I take my frog's turn, 
believe your frog is down here last. at the bottom. Yeah, it's last. Okay, absolutely. But so it was see. near me, so. Absolutely. So you see this guy leading away the saber tooth. Okay, so if the saber tooth is being led away, it's unaware to like behind attacks, I guess. Okay, I'll say you can have advantage. Doesn't even need it. Eighteen. Eighteen's gonna hit. Swallow. So you guys see this giant saber-toothed tiger in armor, just beating the AC of the swallow attack, gets sucked inside this toad's mouth. Alright, the damage on the bite was 10. Got it. 5 piercing, 10. 5 piercing, 5 poison, sorry. I think this uh, saber-toothed tiger's got damage resistance. Nope, doesn't look like it. And just keep it swallowed. It's gonna... Okay. No additional damage besides the 74? Uh, not until a turn. Just until the acid starts digesting them? Got it. Yeah. I won't let it go that long, though. So you see a terribly horrified expression of fear and consternation come over Octavio. He starts waving his arms like, No, no, stop! You're killing my favorite friend, Sam! And his turn will come uh, in a moment, uh, but we're back up to you, Cardius. Ah, cool. Uh, now that he's inside the frog, uh, can I speak with the tiger? Absolutely. Do you have the ability to speak to animals? Uh. Language. Does this count? Yes. Cool. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm about to seduce the heck out of this tiger. Mm. Reaching into this tiger's mind, you feel a flash of imagery, and it's not used to the normal communications. You see an exceptionally clear, vivid imagery, like watching a 4K television, only better. You see that there is rage. There is confusion and suffocation. You feel the burning in its lungs. And then it notices your presence. What's its reaction to my presence? Sus. Wow. Is it currently raged? More curious at this point, as it feels your presence very clearly in its mind. It's confused and struggling, but confident it's going to be able to get out of this squishy toad belly. Ah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be so sure about that. They have very strong stomachs. But, I'm going to say to the tiger, Hey, look, I know you're scared, I know you're confused, I know you're probably a little bit angry, but... If you come with me, I'll give you a wonderful life. You won't have to stay in the wagon anymore. You'll be free out in the open with the nice air. And I'll feed you all the good food and quality mineral water that you want. It's a good deal, yeah? You see in your mind the flashing imagery of the hatch opening in the wagon and giant juicy T-bone steaks coming in. Almost a unsaid question of, it's going to be at least this good, right? It'll be better. And without a moment of hesitation, feral instinct, it immediately agrees to be your uh, companion. 
All right, I'm going to tear up my gray ooze. Wait, before I do that, what CR level is this thing? One-fourth. Oh, hell yeah. Tearing up the gray ooze. And as I do, it's going to, like, melt into the ground. And I'll create another paper totem and bind it to Sam. And you guys watch with a floral of magic. Floral? A furl? Damn it. You guys watch as... uh... Cardius does some infernal magic and you watch as fire licks an infernal contract and after a moment the toad releases the saber-toothed tiger who walks over and places a paw print into the parchment and you watch as the paw bursts into flame (sighs) along with the contract. I'm gonna pocket the totem. You have I it. can't have two out at once, so the the frog is probably going to disappear. But he'll be wrong. You watch as the uh, frog disappears in a cloud of smoke. Poosh. Cool. Alright. Good job. Help. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's still going on. Alright, Lucky, you'll have to send me the stats for uh, Sam later. Or whenever. I don't know. Note taken. I will send you the stats for Sam. Just stole someone's tiger. And as you complete the ceremony, uh, Rigtavio walks back up and he's about to question you when you hear a <laughs> and see an eruption of wicker explode down at the end of the alley. And uh, the Burgermaster and your friend lie in the street trying to recover. And after a moment, Varius does pick himself up before the uh, Burgermaster, who continues to lie on the ground, uh, still spinning a bit. Oh. Various seems dizzy as well. Oh, we're out of combat, right? Tiger's safely idiot. You are out of combat. And the tiger is safely yours, and he immediately starts finding, like, uh, doing circles, jumps up onto a roof, and finds a good spot in the sun, and lies down for a nice nap. Ah, nice, 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 nice. All right, I'm going to go over to uh, Various. And make sure that Herrick doesn't eat the tiger as well. Varys, you see your friends approaching. Just as the dizziness begins to fade, you still see them, like, walking up. But then your eyes keep doing the thing where you, like, jerk back over five, six feet to the left. And then try and refocus and then jerk back over to the left. You do this uh, with your eyes about 10, 20 more times as they approach. And, like stumble over and lean against the building like holding my hat out of the way in case I throw up. Such a gentleman. At this point. a few deep breaths and resituate himself. And you're able to look about half as dabber as usual pulling yourself together. You guys watch the Burgermaster arise. Oh. I was quite a... And you watch him oh, wrench on the ground. Have some class. Have you know my family's been ruling over Valachia for thousands of I'm gonna step back, make sure my shoes don't get tattered or anything like that. You're out of Likewise. the blast zone. Both of you out of the blast zone. Oh dear. That was quite a ride. Not one I want to take again anytime soon.
Uh, I quite agree. Uh, I think it'll take a moment, but not to worry. All is well. All is well. We will be able to restart the festival momentarily. Everyone, please come together. And you watch as this crowd of uh, less than eager people starts to assemble and gather up the remaining wicker ball that see half of it is still somewhat intact and they begin to sweep up the rest of it and he goes about setting them on different various tasks to rebuild the wicker sun yes soon we will be able to ignite the blazing sun and complete the festival of the blazing sun all will be well I'm not the only one who finds that kind of off-putting, am I? Well, it depends on who they mean by the blazing sun. So, I'm not great is for a deity? Varys is going to approach the Burgermeister ask if this is for a specific deity. Oh, no, no, not uh, for a specific deity at all. We just... Think that it's important to celebrate the changing of the seasons with the rising of the great fiery sun. You guys get sun down here? Well, it's well, I haven't seen the sun ever in my life, not once, but I assume it's a circle. Perhaps praise payload and maybe you'll see the sun in various walk over to make sure everything else is calmed down. At this point, you look around, everything is calming down. People are settling back down. The commotion seems to be over. Tiger is still getting some sideways glances. They, they like someone to walk under the eave with the tiger on top of him and be like, whoa, what's that purring? Oh, shit! And run away quickly, mm. but... <laughs> I'm gonna find a uh, butcher. Not hard. You're able to find a butcher pretty quickly. He uh, seems relieved, uh, looking out the window at the pr the parade, which seems to be stalled as they rebuild the Wicker Sun in front of his uh, shop there, conveniently. Yeah, you head on in. Uh, what cuts does he have? He's got some great cuts. You see a tri-tip. Um, you got some skirt steaks. Oh, gosh, just some lovely cuts of meat in here. And then... Over, uh, hanging on the ceiling, you see a marbled, fatty T-bone. Hmm. Well, guess I gotta get that. You make the purchase, and, uh, grinning over you, and you hand him a hefty amount of money, he... <clears throat> hands over this giant slab of meat onto the table. Along with that, I like some chuck, some brisket, and topside. Alrighty, okay, I got chuck out of top and brisket over there. Yeah, right there, here you go. It'll be about. Call it about four silver pieces. Wolf meat, alright, right? Do you not have other types? Or is this like all we got? No. I, I was gonna okay. I was gonna pretend like I had special inventory, but I I don't. <laughs> That's, that'll do. Let's do business. All right. All right. Gonna bring the uh the uh, the saber tooth tiger. 
on your heels. And as you guys walk out of the butcher uh, office, the Sater 2 Tiger immediately catching your attention, um, uh, like flicks in the air over at you. Gotta wave it down to the ground. Boing, boing, boing. Bounces on down to the ground. let him eat before I put him back in the totem. Walking over to you, Herrick's he going to offer... Her Herrick's going to um, pull, pull a small finger-like object out of his ration pouch and offer it to the tiger. Tiger wiggles its whiskers and sniffs it. Looks... It looks curious at it. Is that? Finger. Then From reaching what? Goblin Finger. Oh, God. My favorite. Oh, God. <laughs> Very spicy, unique taste of Goblin Fingers. You never forget the taste of Goblin Fingers. That is Don't like Cobalt, Too stringy, too stringy. No, Cobalt's no good. Very bitter. Goblin's so mm. fat and tasty. Oh, delicious. Scrumptious, um, crispy. Only concerned. <laughs> you see the saber tooth tiger take the goblin um the goblin finger in its teeth and like take it away lift it out of your hand very gingerly place it down onto the ground and then start licking it and then off to the side places both its claws into the giant t-bone stake and starts tearing that apart and purring deeply as it does so Can I pet the tiger? You do so, and it kind of like whips you with its giant tail, which has a, a little more weight than you thought it would. Oh, jeez. Do I take bludgeoning, or...? No, but it's like uh, someone giving you too hard of a bat pack. So, like, oh, 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 okay. Come, come, what are you trying to prove here, guy? I inspect the armor on the, uh, the tiger. Well made. You can tell that this is the reason that the tiger has an elevated AC. Of 17. Jesus Christ. Custom made. Barely made that. Yes. Uh, very, you got... That was a very good catch. Uh, that was some Pokemon level shit right there. Paris <laughs> is gonna, like, stand about 10 feet away just kind of looking at the tiger. Yeah, you watch Don't be shy. <laughs> Get closer. Uh, Come on, come pet it. It's the worst that could happen. We just don't get along. Oh, you just met. Come on. Paris will quirk an eyebrow at the tiger. Out of nowhere, you just get hit right in the nose with the tail's tiger. You're like, wait, how long is that tiger's tail? What? Huh? And as you're questioning yourself, like, what? is a tiger's tail. What does it mean? You see a woman a little bit taller and even more paler than the Burgermaster walk up. Take the Burgermaster into a deep embrace and give him a just too long of a kiss to make you feel uncomfortable and then lean back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, I... Oh, it's so good to see you. Where's the wicker ball? We were expecting you all afternoon. Oh, had a little bit of a trouble. Tiger problem, you see? It seems to be under control, though. He looks over at 
at your party? <laughs> Wife gives up. Like Weird, awkward laugh. Yeah, she's unlikable. I, I'm trying to be as unlikable as possible. I mean, I don't outright want to murder her, so... She's not really unlikable. She's just a bit annoying at most. I, I make them the same thing. If you're annoying, you're unlikable. Honey, are these your friends? Oh, no, they seem to be guests here. Please, uh, uh, go go talk to them. See where they're from and what they'd like. Oh, yeah. don't, don't send her over here. And she walks immediately towards you. She puts on this way too big of a grin and looks directly at you. It's, it's like she could hear you. Um, Hello, my name is Lydia Petrov. <laughs> oh, nope, that's her daughter. Nope, nope, that's her name. Got it. Okay. She's not threatened by the tiger. Oh, no, it seems that he is quite well behaved. He seems to be lovely, uh, individual. Good day, madam. Very will tip his hat. Hello, lovely to meet you all. I am Lydia Petrov. Petrovana. Mad Russian names <laughs> are hard sometimes. No, she's uh, Russian. Well, I figure I figure a lot of these names are like Eastern European Russian, and like whenever you hear um, Vudrovna. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, great. Uh, well, how much of the food has Sam eaten? He's uh, it's all the meat's gone. He's completely devoured it. He is nine on bone. You hear a. All right, I'm going to give him a nice little glossy pet and send him back to the totem. Gives you a full-throated purr and <laughs> disappears. The totems are very comfy, it's fine. Luxury totems. Yeah. It's like that robot chicken sketch where they go inside the Pokeball Pikachu and it's just a nightclub and there's a whole bunch of bitch Pikachus and they're thugging <laughs> and doing drugs and shit. Oh, there's nothing bad stream, you know? It's just their natural habitat. It's natural tiger habitat, completely made of cocaine. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure to meet you all. Wow, that's an amazing disappearing tiger trick you have there. That's incredible. Oh, well, I'd love to have you all at my book club to introduce you to the rest of my friends. Are they all as stunning as you? <laughs> Oh, stop it. No, you're too sweet. Uh, no, they're nothing compared to me. I'm the most beautiful, which is why I was selected to be the Burgoness. The Baroness. What did I say? Burgoness? Jesus. That's why I was selected to be the Baroness. Of course, my position here as Baroness comes with some benefits. Perhaps I could see that my husband knows who you are. Put in a good word for you if you please me. Look, I'm going to be honest with you, Farius, was it? I'm really impressed by the way you're dressed. You're just a really snappy dresser, and I would like you inside my house, Why, privately. 
Sorry, I'm lagging out a little bit. I got the big red box here in the corner. I, I thought it was just me here. Okay. No, no, I can actually see my uh, connection through OBS because it's like, oh, you're you're losing a lot of fucking packets and your stream sucks. And I'm like, I am an amateur hack and a fraud and I refuse to get an ethernet cable and plug it in my router because professionalism is not a word I know. Hmm. Uh, yes, ethernet cables are for losers. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm a loser. No, you would be a professional and we should all aspire to get to your level and we praise you and bow down and honor you like the god you are. Cardius. We will follow you. Take our so. Okay, let's take a five minute break so I can take a break. Five minute break. Uh, let's uh, let's do the five. I'm going to breathe into a cardboard bag. I'm going to breathe into a paper bag. Be right back. <laughs>
Guardians. You and Castellan feel the presence of evil souls. So back here. Trapped and twisted, you can sense the pressure of the mad minds examining you from above. Thousands of evil things imprisoned within the mountain. The presence exists on your peripherals, of your mind leaving you anxious. Every time you turn to look directly at it, it skitters out into the darkness of the shadows. Not able to focus on it is even in there. When you catch Castellan's eyes, he too feels this uneasiness and the potential too. So many souls available for the taking. How far away? Uh, the presence of the evil souls, uh, within a hundred miles? Give me a perception check. Investigation? Um, perception or investigation? Yes. I'm on better at perception, or so I thought. Yeah, they are fifteen. Right, I need to look at the map. Let me bring the Discord up. didn't put the map in there. Of course, I put the Valaki map in there, not the Barovian map. Why would I do that? Why would you need that? You don't need that. You look to the south and see rising up over the lake, past the town, Mount Galakis. Somewhere within that mountain lies a terrible tomb of thousands of evil souls. And they're looking at you. I mean, they should be, and quite handsome. They see you, powerful, handsome, strong figure, and they're like, can we corrupt that? I think we can corrupt that. Already corrupted. I know you think you're corrupt. I know you think you're corrupt. I know you think you're a politician, you're out here selling stuff and influencing being a hot, hot mess. But look, we can make you better. We can make you more powerful. Have you heard of my friends, the Koch brothers? There's only one left. Mm. We're running out of time is what I'm trying to say. We got to get that Coke money before it's all gone. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, is it too far 
away, or is it like a hop, skip, and a jump, and a little, you know? It'd be multiple days' journey uh, to the base of the mountain, and then going up the mountain from there. Not to mention you're not sure where to look, what you're looking for, if there's even some kind of structure up there to gain entry to. Who knows? convey to the party I want to go to the mountain what for I feel a presence calling me well that's the thing but sure why not <laughs> I'm always down for adventure just what a kind uh, of Irina turns over to you. And what kind of presence do you feel coming from the mountain? Opportunist presence. Why do I feel like you're not telling me 100% of the truth? Anna, I'm telling you everything that I know. Raises an eyebrow at that, but she does not push. Good, because I was ready to roll this plus six deception. God, how's she gonna see through that? She is so screwed. I mean, if she's just swallowing everything, Strahd's feeding her. See, I think she. I think I see her problem. But before we go anywhere, we should find a place for Irena to be safe. Hmm. Would we consider this the safest place for her? Or should we go to a different town? Thank you, Farius. It's glad that someone is keeping up their end of the bargain, and not everyone's just fucking my brother and then leaving me on the side of the road. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. There was no reason for you to pull that out of nowhere. It was not relevant. It had nothing to do with the conversation at hand. And I feel personally attacked by that, and I, I, don't, I don't appreciate that. All I'm suggesting, and before we tramp around a mountain, is that we thoroughly investigate this city here. Make sure that there's nothing awry in the background happening. Besides flying tigers, of course. Nods over at Rick Davio. Oh, of course, no, I haven't taken care of all the flying tigers. They're all extinct. And thousand-eyed sea snakes. Well, those are still, I, I'll have you know that uh, Okotoa was quite a hospitable host. Nice, he's just going to be muttering to himself, I'll show you a tramp. God damn it. already have. Arius <laughs> will once again offer his arm to Irena so they can continue to look around the city. And you guys, um, she taking your arm, Farius, and feeling quite pretty as she does so. You can tell that she's swinging those hips a little bit. God, I could take every man you try to court. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I believe Farius has spoken for And as you guys continue a circle around the city, you do see a few interesting things. You see one toy store in the town that labels, uh, is, that reads Blinksy's Toys. Interesting. As you continue around, you pass by Blinksy's Toy Shop and you see a whole bunch of really interesting, like, Whizwams and Kizmazoos and flip florps. You pass by a coffin maker shop, which seems like an odd store to be directly next to the toy shop, but you know, you know, you, you get a lot of shopping done in one day. Uh, 
you see like next to the it's not that weird you see like little tiny coffins on one side of the coffin shop closest to the toy store do you you want to know something really weird though yes In, in in my actual town the intermediate school is immediately next to a small cemetery a tiny cemetery for like a pet cemetery? A little tiny box? No, no. People cemetery. It's just like the size of it's small. There's like 30 people in it. It's like miniature cemetery. Like like it's in the middle of the school zone. Well, like I tell all my dear friends, if you want to get rich, buy a cemetery, start small. You only need 30 people. Grow from there. <laughs> And besides the besides the coffin maker shop, you guys proceed wandering back through the town square. The shops and homes that enclose the town square are decorated with limp, tattered garlands and painted wooden boxes filled with tiny dead flowers. At the north end of the square stands a row of stocks locked in which are several men, women, and children wearing crude plastered donkey heads. Irina looks over at you all and then looks back at the scene. In the center of the square, peasants in patchwork, cloths, clothes, eye you suspiciously as they use cups and vases to draw water from the crumbling stone foundation. Standing tall at the center of the fountain is a gray statue of an impressive man facing west. All around the square are posted proclamations, Come one, come all, to the greatest celebration of the year! The Wolf's Head Jamboree. Attendants and children required. Pikes will be provided. All will be well. The Baron. And posted directly underneath is another flyer. And you can tell there's flyers on top of flyers. Those are just the ones that are visible, but there's like a phone book thick stack of papers on here. The one on the very front says, Come one, come all, to the greatest celebration of the year, the Festival of the Blazing Sun. Attendance and children required. Rain or shine, all will be well. Hey, robotic. Oh no! Give me I got it. I got you, Herrick. So you take, uh, you kind of like peel out the, the different announcements, and you look back to the third one, and you see pastrami pumpkin patch, the most tasty pumpkin patch you'll ever pile into. Tendons and children required. Yes, that's directly <laughs> below, and it says um, pastrami and pumpkins required. All will be well. I'm just gonna continue glaring at Irina. She's she's wounded my pride. Okay. Why does why are the children specifically? She does notice you. Uh, she looks back and sees you. No, I'm making it known. I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not hiding. I'm glaring at her. 
Taking your arm off her, Farius, she walks over directly towards you, Cardius, and says, Look, I didn't mean to offend you. I feel like I feel like my words were a little bit too biting. I apologize. And I don't want to accept that apology. I, I was very much wounded. I'm I'm protective of my brother. You have to understand this is a very dangerous place. If we don't look out for each other, we wouldn't have lasted this long. Oh, where is he now? He's back in Barovia, and he's probably doing his best to make sure that the villagers are safe. Well, what does my fooling around with your brother have to do with the situation at hand? He was very much as responsible as I was. <sighs> More so, if as usual, a pattern is anything of evidence, but... You're right, I shouldn't have blamed you, I'm sorry. I was getting emotional. It's this... It's this thing with Strahd. He's always on, he's always up my ass, and it's really starting to piss me off. In any case, I understand if you can't forgive me, but just try and understand that we're trying to get through this together. And if we backbite and we stab each other in the back, we'll never have a chance against him. Ernest just kind of crosses his arms across his chest and nod grudgingly gives you a stiff nod back he's gonna stop arena for a second he's gonna be like ah if you would be so kind as to stop being all buddy buddy with the dapper werewolf man well i'll try not to resist him but you have to understand he's quite well dressed i just by standing close to him my credit score goes up by at least 10 points no none of that Raise your own credits to go over. Very I saw well. him first. It's not easy, but I will. Okay. I keep a respectful distance. Very well. And as you guys finish, um, like your hushed conversation <coughs> over there, the wicker basket is lit on fire and starts to ignite, slowly creeping. The flames lick up the sides of the wicker basket before the heat starts raiding off it in powerful gusts. You all have to start stepping back along with the rest of the town as this entire 20, 30 foot ball of wicker ignites into a giant inferno. And as this thing is completely ignited, you hear something. Lol. One of the folders in my playlist here is called Soul Prison, Soul Prison. <laughs> hmm. Well, we're waiting for whatever to be heard. Cardenas is going to step closer to the ball and get like, ah, it feels like home. Faint at first. You feel it through your feet, and looking down, you see some of the stones crackle and rumble around, dancing. And the sound gets louder. Guys, watch this giant wicker ball of fire licking up in front of you, reaching up to heights of 50, 60 feet towering above the ball and still the rumbling grows 
All right, that's as high as I want to turn it up. I'm assuming you guys are not going to look around or maybe like do anything. Okay, bye. I mean, what's everyone's reaction to the sound and the very high flames? Paris is just staring into the fire, thinking quietly to himself. I'm going to step back from the giant bowl. Eric's going to be visibly excited about the fire because fire means food. Tasty food. Necessarily. Direct, no, direct. Every time there's fire, there is food. Every single time. Every time. Every time. Whether he has to make there be food in it or there just happens to be food in fire. When there is fire, there is food. Understood. It's okay. Involved hmm. somehow, whether it started the fire or it died, there is food involved. Oh my gosh, it's cats. Beerus and Shabba, what are you two doing here? As you guys uh, look down the hall, you see two giant um, gods of destruction being fed by a butchery. Sees you all looking at him and disappears back inside, and the cats disappear. I'll bring them back. No, no, no gods of destruction here in this campaign. God damn it. I wanted to keep one. Beers, preferably. Chomp, chomp as a whole. Get you guys on this map here. Oh, this one's so clear. So crisp. So HD. I know, right? I was like, damn, this is some high-res photo. We're going to Roof tile. And it's scaled. So I'm going to say this um, this tree over here is the giant flaming bush. Like the giant flaming bush or just a giant flaming bush? Moses, you must take my <laughs> commandments back down the mountain. Oh, God. You're tripping balls because this is actually a bush of acacia and I'm full of DMT. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, cool, great, oh, wonderful. Now get naked for me, Moses. Okay, no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, listen, what you said about the acacia tree, that was borderline sacrilegious, <laughs> but but that, that might be a problem. You might not want to say that. Moses, slick your nipples for me, it turns me on, yeah. Black Oh God! Uh, so this is a regular wicker basket, right? No, no DMT, none, none of that. Just straight up. Okay. And there ain't people in it, is there? Oh my God! That wicker basket was you made of weed. All right, I'm gonna stop dicking around. Okay, so you guys, hearing the rumbling, you see coming around from three alleys, down the street and two side alleys. 
a wave of rats which collide into each other and erupt upwards into a 20-foot spout of rat bodies before crashing back down to the ground and then rushing down the alleyway to you and your group towards the fire. Immediately, this thing rears up and comes to a crest like a wave and then crashes down onto the wicker sun, extinguishing it. Herrick, you immediately feel hungry as you smell these tasty little rat fingers get fried up perfectly. <laughs> well then. Rats seem to be a common theme around here. Rats. Yeah, I wonder why. so many Eric's very excited he, he jumps up and down and claps his hand together scrumptious morsels scrumptious morsels <laughs> uh, calm calm down All right. um, I'm going to fly up I, I don't want to be on the very same ground as those heathens you, spreading your wings, fly up into the air, and just as you crest the top of the roofs, you see below you as this rat wave crashes down onto your group of friends. Some of them able just barely to get out of the way. However, you look down and see Castellan completely engulfed, covered. You see him struggle, tear at the rats, clawing and tearing at his flesh, ripping it away. And for a moment, you see a bundle of rats being piled over him. He resists and struggles, and then dips beneath the waves of the rats. For a moment, you see this just wiggling, writhing mass of fur, and then it spreads, it parts, and all you see left of your friend Castellan is a white bone skeleton. Dead and cast undead on that. <laughs> Gasolin, you're not allowed. You're not leaving. You're you're staying. <laughs> no hesitation. Just I cast a dead on my No, 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 no. He doesn't die. <laughs> friends forever. <laughs> what are you carrying? His whole body is a wound. That one right there. <laughs> the they're cured now alright let's get oh, some well. initiative going oh god rats are so disgusting George, have you guys ever oh. heard of the rat utopia experiment I there was a movie on it called uh, Secret of Nim I love oh. that experiment uh, it's a uh, universe 25 Click the thing, but didn't it work? Because I'm on draggy hand. Draggy hand, that's why. 
work. I just want you guys to know that I am a beautiful one, rat. I'm not a beautiful one person, but in the rat society, I'm considered a beautiful one. That doesn't say very much. It's all rats look the same. No, no, no. That's where you. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> that's where you're wrong. <laughs> no, they look the there's, same. There's two rats. There's two rats that used to live in my house. One was named Fuckass, and the other one was named Bojangles. I think you can't guess which one we like more. Fuckass. <laughs> Bojangles. Bojangles. Yeah. I love the Bojangles. Skill. <laughs> Why was he called fuck ass? What did he do? <laughs> um, I was making a um a bowl of cereal one morning. And he happened to be eating the cereal as well. Ugh. So when I was pouring myself a bowl, <laughs> the first thing that came out was some cereal, followed by a rat. Oh, that little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're getting real comfortable, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got slapped across the house and died. Nice. <laughs> My dog has a rat friend. Oh. The Chihuahua? Um, Catahoula Pitbull. My dog has a rat friend. Yeah, it's a, it's a, its name is, um... I don't know what its name is. Well, I want to say it's Bojangles the third. There was a second Bojangles? No. We just went straight to the third. Yes. Yeah. Well, there was. We just never met them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, they, they were probably related, but we never saw the middle one. And by the lifespan of rats and such. It was, yeah. Rats are really interesting creatures. I just don't like wild street rats. Demons. Do you remember Pizza Rat? Pizza Rat was awesome. Oh god. I don't like the very chunky New York rats. Or just any general wild rat that's out in the public. It's like really big and you wonder how it got that big and why it's by itself. All right, last rat story before we get back to the combat here. I was out in the Mojave, burning wood, and what do I hear behind me with some rustling? So, figuring it's the cops finally here to kill me, I look back, and what do I see? It's a rat. I think it was a mouse, actually, but do you know those desert mice where they have the giant rabbit feet and the poofy tail? Kangaroo rat. That's gotta be it. That sounds more like a chinchilla. It was oh, really pretty. Kangaroo rat, they jump. Yeah, they're, they're really yeah. adorable. They'll jump. They're fr they're friends. They're friends. He hopped. He he had a hot, hippity hoppy dee to him, and when he bounced, he like smacked his little poofball tail into the ground. I was really, I was like dying from the cuteness. I was like, oh my god, it's so cute. Yeah, that's a, wow, that's a kangaroo rat. Uh, they have such beady little eyes, God. Huge eyes. They're, They're staring into my soul. Dude, the firelight on those eyes? Oh my God. Uh, he knows about the body I buried. 
Various, I'm assuming a nine misses you. Yeah, I'm gonna assume various um, a nine misses, yeah. Assumption of mine. Alright, that's gonna be the rats terms. The swat the rats like swarm through you. You guys are all trying to step over rats and like not not step on them. Except Ricardius, who is flying. So we are going to come back. I'm going to go ahead and take another rat turn. I got two swarms of rats I'm trying to manage here. Just, I'll just go ahead and do that. Poor Castellan yeah. just got toasted. Uh, can you guys hear me again? Hey. All right, no, the rats move closer. The rats did move closer, but we're going to have to take their turn after Farius. Farius, you're up. All right. Well... Paris is going to look around. How many people are still in the square? Seeing this giant wall of rats tidal wave the way down their alley that most of the people have gone and ran the fuck away. Are there still people around? There are a few people still trying to retreat and um, you watch as like six or seven children and school teachers, it seems to be like a second grade class, are engulfed and turned into similar skeletons as Castellan. Well, I think there are too many and too close to use my bow. So, really didn't want to do this. Various will uh, kind of take off his hat for a moment, just concentrate, and transform into werewolf form, replacing the hat with the ears poking through. <laughs> and then, with a uh, kind of getting the claws against each other, they'll spark and then light up in flame. Bling, 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 bling. Sparkle, sparkle. That much damage to myself. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. This is the life. Thus the life of a blood hunter. That is my turn. Alright, that's going to be the second rats. They're going to move up towards you, Herrick, and they're going to take a bite. Does a six hit you? Um, sadly, no. Yeah, they just nibble at you. You see these rats, like, jump up and fall off of you. <laughs> you giggle to yourself. Guardians, it is now your turn. I, uh, I'm spared from being in the same vicinity of those things. You are literally but... looking down at your nose at them. As it should be. Damn. Vile creatures. Rats. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. It's been a while since I've used that spell. Thunder Wave. It's going to be pretty effective. What's the, uh, okay, 14? Do you get, what's the range on Thunder Wave? 15 foot cube from myself. One, um, I'll say a couple hundred rats save, and the other couple hundred rats don't. Not good enough the HP of a rat. One. It's gotta be low. 
because uh, Farius and Herrick get the radius. Wow, surprisingly. I don't think we are. You yeah. shoved it. You're right Dead next to us. We're only 10 feet up. It's a 15 yeah, foot cube. Yeah, send it up yourselves. I don't know. Wizards usually have like scope spells, but I don't think I'm the only get it. I hope you guys can beat a 14. Con save? Nope. Plus uh, four, and I roll a one. <laughs> seven damage to Various. Seven damage Sorry. to Herrick. Alright, there's the other stuff as well. You get pushed back. Ten feet. Yeah, you guys. Oh, just and watch. if the creature succeeded, they still take half damage, Wookie. Oh, oh, that's right. I didn't have that damage. Thank you. All right, I've got the damage. These guys are pushed back there. And then I'll say you guys are all just... I'm going to think that this uh, Thunder Wave just landed in the middle of your groups, pushing the rats and your party away from each other. I don't get pushed back. I'm and sorry, I moved your token. I'm sorry. Where's the other token I'm looking for? Right. Ah, it's gray. Ah, see, good camouflage there, lizard man. <laughs> Got a plus five to spell, so I'd hope it's good camouflage. Hmm. Yeah, it also makes a very yeah. loud boom, like yeah, thunder. Yeah, it doesn't... Hmm. Well, I'm then... disappointed in you guys. You didn't make a disappointed in you. <laughs> Look, I. I forgot that I don't have sculpt spells. I didn't know you were gonna get caught in it. It was it was a spur of the moment. You're supposed to be a good magic caster. <laughs> what whatever made you think I was good? I don't know. Uh, cast them. Your magic. Summon things. I'm not a caster. I've never once hurt anybody with one of my spells. No. None of my spells do damage. <laughs> None of my spells do damage. I I've think. never set my friend on fire. Never. Never. Insanity. No, I don't think it is. None of my spells do damage. Interesting. Guardian, is there anything else? Any movement on your turn? Anything else you'd like to do? Bonus action? I'll summon the toad. <laughs> God, I gotta get one of those Naruto summoning effects. Those are sweet. It's like the poof. Make uh, him big. Yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, yes, sir. What do we got here? Uh, Herrick, you're up. Okay. Um.
Rat video. Sorry about that, guys. Ratatouille. Yeah. Oh no. Stay out from under my hat. Alright, Eric, um, tell me what's going on here. I'm tic tacking off the toad onto the roof here. Alright, that's uh. Toad's big enough. I won't even make you roll for that. You get up onto the roof. Right here on the roof. Uh, dare get up to my level. Okay. Eric's gonna uncork his bottle of his bottle of blood that he has. Blood He's bottle. Shoot. Um, yes, his blood bottle. Yes, his his um. Swarm, his swarm, his blood swarm. Yeah, blood bottle. Blood. The blood bottle are specifically made for blood. Yeah. Specifically, if you put anything else into it, it will explode. <laughs> oh. Damn. Um, he's gonna and he's gonna draw his bow and arrow and shoot at these these rats right here, the white ones. What? You got a thing against the white rats? <laughs> no. Well, I do. Fuck those white rats. You kill them good. Oh, God. <laughs> Is anyone else, like, hearing feedback, or...? Yeah, I'm letting them know right now. Hey, that's a 22 hit. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're getting a little bit of feedback from Nefarious. Is it better now? Yes. A bit, yeah. All right. Yeah. No. But I, I'm assuming that 22 hits. Yeah. <laughs> 22 hits. Um, yeah, just use push to talk if you could, Farius. We'll figure it out. Uh, 22 hits. How much damage is that doing? So, as he releases the arrow, it gets coated in blood. Around. It gets coated in blood. Oh hell yeah. And does an extra 1d6 piercing damage, I believe. Alright, make it so. I'm checking to make sure it is 1d6. Yes, 1d6. I've got the four. Six, the six damage. Alright, I've got it. Anything else on your turn? Um, that's it, yeah. That's it. Alright. I'm realizing I have too many uh, rats on the field. There are only two rat storms. Get rid of that guy. Wait. You guys see this one other figure walking down the hall. And I can't really see what's going on with that token, so I'm going to use a different token. Ooh, this one's way sexier. Perfect. I feel concerned. 
Seeing you up on the roof, she is going to leap up onto the roof that you're on and just barely be able to get onto the ledge. And you see this woman, a little too pale to be 100% healthy, glaring at you with red eyes. That's going to be her turn. Back up to the top. It's going to be the rats. They will close the distance with you, Farius. All right. Please don't worry, you have the toad for backup. Oh, I forgot to roll the toad's initiative. Ooh. Wait, wait. Have the toad eat him, and then he could fight from inside the toad like a mech. There we I mean, go. he could, but he'd be taking damage. But he'd be safe from outside things. But listen, he takes damage as a okay. blood hunter anyway. Yeah, True. plus I have resistance. In this you want to take your chances? <laughs> Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Completely safe in there. That's a thing that they made uh, a point. 21 hits you, uh, Various? Yeah. It's going to be 8 damage total piercing from the swarm. Alright. Cardius, let's go ahead and take the toad's turn as we forgot to put the initiative in there. Yeah, that, that's completely on me. I feel that's responsible. 12, 12 hits? Well, that does it? Yes, 12 hits. Cool. <laughs> uh, damage on that is 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 damage, and he's swallowing whatever group of rats that he, that he bit. Various, you feel this long, wet tongue wrap around your body, and you feel tightly hugged as all these rats are squeezed into you, and you feel yourself, like, wrapped around this tongue like six or seven times in a spiral, and then you feel the tongue slurp up, turning into a funnel that sucks in this entire swarm of rats all the way around you, leaving a long, sticky slime trail. All uh, the rats. All the rats in the swarm building. were just consumed. Uh, Atta boys. Good boy. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? A very good toy. Those rats are dead. Various. It's gonna take forever to get out of my fur. <laughs> Typoallergenic, gluten free. <laughs> Works wonders on the skin as well. Shaking yourself off like a dog, spraying a fine mist of saliva into the air. What do you do, Farius? Well, the swarm of rats in front of me was gone. Mm hmm. run over to the other one. Mm-hmm. Grab <laughs> There we go. Make two claw attacks. Whap, whap. Hit. Also hit the hell out of him.
mean flashing? I've mm. got it. Three fire. That's going to do it. You watch as the fire damage <laughs> ignites the last few remaining rats, uh, gave cohesion to the swarm, and they scatter. All the rats, while there still are one or two here and there, still fleeing. The giant tsunami tidal wave of furry bodies is gone. Anything on your turn there, Various? Nope. All right, those rats are dead. Cardius, it is now your turn. Ah, cool, yeah. Uh, do I see creepy vampire lady? Looking over uh, your friend Herrick, you see his position, and then immediately over the ledge, you see this vampire spawn rise up threateningly. Do, do you want some help? Cool. Let me see how far away she is. Eh. And. I mean, Herrick could, Herrick could probably take her. Probably, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I can butt out of it if you need me to. Mm. No, it's better safe than sorry. I don't want to oh. kill two PCs in one game. Do it. <laughs> I have, I have backups. 20 hit. Yes. 7 slashing and a single radiant damage. <laughs> I got it. I love my life. Makes her hiss. Ah, ooh, ee. It's just a sting, you know. The paper cut. Like that one scene with Peter Griffin. <laughs> Oh, it hits his shin. <laughs> oh, God, uh, but she should know I'm, I'm a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Out here giving radiant paper cuts. Yeah. I think I'll never heal. Burying her teeth, oh, you no. watch as she whistles through her extended canines. Herrick, you're up. Hmm. Hmm. Should I do something stupid or should I do something stupid? Hmm. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Alright. Yeah! He's gonna work. toss down his bow. Gonna draw his bone dagger. A dagger made of sharpened bone. He's gonna drop down on her and try to attack her with a dagger. Alright, you're gonna have advantage as you are flanking currently with uh, Cardius. Thirteen is gonna mm. miss. I'm I'm more impressed that I got thirteen on both rolls. Double thirteens is extra lucky. You know, yeah. Wait, I think I can focus it. Ah, what's your? All right, Herrick's gonna use his bonus action. Make a bite attack. Jump, jump. Twenty-two. That doesn't have advantage. It's not supposed to have advantage. 
I believe you'd still 22. have advantage. Nom nom time. Oh, I think I w Oh, yeah, I would. 22. But 22 yeah, it doesn't hit. matter. Yeah, 22 is your first roll. 22 uh, hits, correct. Affirmative. Two damage. Ooh. Ooh. And I, oh, I gained three temp HP. Oh, that's actually fucking <laughs> yeah. good. Any kind of life drain really sets my action academy off. <laughs> I can only do it once for short rest. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be the balance of that equation coming in. All right, back up to the top <laughs> of the initiative order. Uh, Toad Mad, you're up. Hippity hoppity, bro. Yoink. Can't stop to the boom, boom, big it a big. Straight to the <laughs> He's here to throw me. <laughs> it matters not. What matters is eating this woman. 16 hits. Yoink. Oh, you guys watch as this vampire spawn is eating. What's that, um, what's that, Farius? Well, if the rats are inside already. I mean, they're probably dead, so... Yeah. The initial swallow attack, just that little bit of damage killed them. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Yep, so you guys watch as this um, as vampire spawn, as uh, eyes go wide, as she is... <laughs> go inside this toad now. Yeah. Oh, I forgot the bite damage. Silly me. <laughs> 11 piercing, 5 poison. By the way, she she can escape, you know. It, oh, she's making yep, she's making saving throws. She's trying to crawl out of there, clawing at the belly, but it's just too elastic and slimy and slippery. Yeah, you you haven't had anyone attempt to get out thus far. Oh. So. Well, yeah, well, you usually killed them. Oh. Wow! Wow! What's the DC? I mean, it's on the thing. It's just the thirteen. It's a strength. I see the 13 now, yes. So you guys watch as she is sucked in, and then after a moment, not long, you hear this. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, one second. Uh, the Actually, never mind. She had the thing for the bite. But once she's swallowed, she's restrained. So, I... I, I until this grapple ends the target is restrained and the toad can't bite another target no, the so, bite is the grapple then the swallow is just inevitable there's a swallow its own attack uh, so you can't do those on the same turn I, yeah, I believe no, you would no. have to bite which uh, successfully grabs them and it grapples them and once they're grappled you can swallow which would be it the tongue be the I'm sorry Wait, uh, it might be the case. I don't know. I was just under the impression that once you bit, you swallowed. But it might be the other way. I might have to do this on. Yeah, no, she she might just be grappled for now. She, she just takes the bite damage. I love this thematically. Her getting swallowed, and she succeeded in her strength check. So we're gonna have her get swallowed, and then just come back punch out. her way out of the toad's mouth. Pride open the toad's mouth wide, completely open. She 
shoots her le- uh, shoots? She shoves her legs out of the toad's mouth. And she's back out. So what, what I think happens there is the because the bite and the swat. Wait, where's the bite's damage? See, the okay, bite so would the have to do damage. Okay, so the bite's damage is at the bottom of the thing. The bite does 11 piercing and 5 poison. That's the initial damage. And then the target is grappled. Then escape DC of 13 until the grapple ends. The target is restrained and the toad can't bite another target. I suppose the swallow is what happens directly after. You would have to and roll the 3d6 damage for acid. Yeah, once they're swallowed. You have to swallow them first. Uh, okay. The way I Make an attack? Going. Okay. The reason I thought they were the same thing is because it says the toad makes one bite attack against the medium or smaller creature. And if, it's gra- if the attack hits, the target is swallowed. So yeah, I just under the assumption that they were the same thing. Be grappling it already. Yeah, so if the bite is already the grapple, the swallow happens after the attack hits. But I didn't think it was like a second turn or whatever. So I've just been under the assumption you swallowed them afterwards anyway. Fair I guess this condition is it being you swallowed. You bite them, grapple them, and then on the next turn you can bite them again and then swallow them. They're already grappled with the initial bite. No, but the other bite is to... If they're already grappled, yeah, then you bite them again after swallow. Bite. So you got a bite and grapple it's, it's and a swallow. Other creatures that do the same thing. It takes a turn. That way they have a chance to get out. Okay. Yeah, that might be the case. This is very confusing in the beginning. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. If I recall... From here on out, I know. From my extensive research of listening to Critical Role, most of the baddies they face... When a swallow attack happens is in two parts. It's two separate turns. So I will look this up. And if I feel like this uh, Gamabunto fellow over here has <laughs> needs an overpowered attack where he can bite and swallow in one turn, you know what? God damn it. I'm just the shitty enough DM to let that happen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind it being done in two turns. That's it wouldn't make sense for them to be able to bite out, uh, not bite out, to get out with the first one. Well, it makes sense if they were just powerful enough. Farius, it is now your turn, as you see this uh, vampire spawn claw its way out of Gamabunta. Oh, jeez. I'm actually taking a lot of damage. I power for... I power for the building. Oh, you call it about 20 feet, two stories. He's gonna try to climb his way up there. Shouldn't be too hard for you. Give me an athletics check. Fourteen. Yeah, no problem. Um, without the aid of the giant toad, you do have to make an athletics check, but you successfully clabbered up there with the help of your claws. You are simply puppets of his amusement. Strahd is good. Strahd is God. There be a crit. Damn, nice roll, dude. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
So, do you double that damage? I fire. Are you going to double that 14, though? Well, it's already doing the critical damage. That's what the extra six is. That's what I don't like about computers. They're always thinking for me. I don't trust them. <laughs> All right, 14 plus 5 is 19. And that's the first attack. 17 hits. 17 hits. Nine slash. Jesus! And two. Oh, God, you just lit her up. Yeah, you uh, look over and just see this black blood spilling out of her. She looks at you with hate. Guardius, back to you. With the toad. Okay. Uh, it's gonna try to hit the woman again. Roll the hit. Roll for domestic ah, three violence. Three radiant. Three radiant this time. It's not just a paper cut. It's a whole regular cut this time. Hell yeah. Yeah, seven slash and three radiant. I've got it. She's looking rough. As she should. She's got a black eye. Her hair's looking messed. Bruising around the arm. All right, this is getting too close. Um, hey. <laughs> Herrick, you're up. All right. Herrick's going to come at her again with the dagger. Stab, stab. Ah, uh, 19. 19's going to hit. Oh, I get it. Uh, of course, God of War music. That that figures. Drums and four drums. Six damage. Also gonna take. They're also gonna take another D six. Understood. Just piercing damage from the blood. Blood dagger, that bloody dagger. Ah, wonderful. They take seven damage. Right, I've got it. She is going to look around desperately at this point. Thinking that she had a little more reinforcements from her rat army, they uh, look somewhat less helpful. They're gone. Hmm. Yes, they're completely evaporated, and now she's like, shit. And she's getting slashed the crap out by a werewolf. Some real Twilight stuff going down here. Vampires have lots of weaknesses. Realizing she is not in a good position, she is going to 
point up in the air and say, hey, look. No. Not particularly <laughs> good persuasion roll. Um, okay, it's going to be an eight. like against passive insight yeah that or... makes more sense to me if you guys want to make an insight check uh, I would accept passive insight though my passive insight what's a passive being... insight it's uh, just passive to see perception. if anyone's trying to deceive you slight... no, there's a passive insight too what? Yeah. what's the uh, thing for that I'm not entirely sure it just says it on my thing you have passive intelligence it doesn't define Passive investigation and passive insight. If that's not on. It's on that D&D Beyond thing or something. What's your intelligence? That's D&D. It's just not. Right. Cardia Zoss. Cardia you see through her. She's obviously employing a ruse. Yeah, you guys all see through it. She is going to try and leap off the side. Incurring opportunity attacks from all of you. I believe the toad as well, if he is within biting range. Of course. He's always in biting range. That is going to hit. His bite hits. Various, your claws hit. Well, the bite's going to grapple her, so... 60. Plus, three fire, or six flashing and three fire from Herrick. That's three piercing and six poison from the toad bite. Might have got it. And then Herrick. 24 Green. is going to hit. 60. <laughs> Let me do my thing then. I only get to do it on one of my turns, so I don't get to do extra damage. My fire oh. damage is every turn. Hey, take a oh, look, look at that. <laughs> I increased the radiant by one. That's gonna do Nine. it. Nine slashing and four radiant. So, Cardius, as you go up to this uh, woman, this vampire spawn restrained, still struggling vainly against this massive tongue toad wrapped around her, holding her in place. You can tell this is her finishing move. How do you want to do it? It's gonna slit her neck. <laughs> <laughs> And have her get swallowed by the toad. And you see a little bit of the red black blood trickle down the side of the toad's mouth. You guys it's are not gonna infect my toad, right? No, no, he'll be fine. Right. Did you hit anybody? I don't know. She definitely the tried to attack. The rest did more damage than her. <laughs> no way, she hit me, I believe. Up. Oh. Yeah. She did. It's seven damage. Yeah. Seven damage. Yeah, I know you're excited about getting to eat all the rats, but one of the swarms is inside the toad, and I think the other one is down there. I think, uh, Burned them. So then Herrick, Herrick honestly has gotten to eat very few things. 
compared to the toad. <laughs> the toad eats everything. Toad eats everything. I mean, he can spit it back up if you want him to. No, 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 that's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> Eric, it's yes, just covered in a thin lie. sheen of digestive acid. <laughs> Two things he doesn't like. You're, the two things you don't like were just roboted out. Oh no! We'll never know. Oh, it's 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 cannibalism and pre-digested food. Oh yeah, me neither. I don't like those either. Yeah, yeah. Although, I'll make exceptions for some form of cannibalism. If I'm hungry enough, yeah, I could agree. Yeah. Cannibalism, yo. So looking out down at this half-digested vampire form, you guys look over the, t the city, your perceptions, the boundaries of your perceptions rising, and you look out and see that the wicker basket is almost gone. Still, some of the embers and the flames are licking the sides of the houses, but for the most part, it has burned itself out. And besides the charred rat corpses, the city seems to be returning to some semblance of calm. I'm going uh, to get down off the building and change back. So, theoretically, could something survive inside of another thing if the thing just kept its mouth open? For air. I like where we're going. <laughs> Probably. Wait. Alright. So, I guess to combat the acidic part of the toad, I'm gonna get somebody to make like a cast iron ball with some holes in the top, so that the toad just keeps its mouth open and it can give it air, while it's still not being like constricted and like digested. That's an interesting prison. A large, giant toad ball gag. Yes, but no. <laughs> well, it's not for that's sexual. That's exactly what you described. <laughs> it's going to be inside its stomach. It's just going to have its mouth open. It's for torture. It's not for sex. Yeah, what he said. You know, that's what they said about a lot of things, but you saw how those ended up. Same story in Guantanamo. <laughs> that's what they were saying. Yeah, I want a big cast iron bowl. It's going to be in the toad's stomach. And the toad just keeps its mouth open to give it a constant flow of air. There are going to be holes in the bowl so that it can receive the air. And it's not going to get digested or anything like that. So. All right. I absolutely see this project being possible. I suggest speaking with a exceptionally skilled blacksmith. And perhaps the, um, the Arrokex can provide the raw materials, the iron, and maybe some of the leather for the straps. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll get to that eventually. I'm gonna dismiss the toad for now. You guys watch the toy toad toy toad disappear in a poof toy. of smoke. Yeah. Gonna pocket the uh, totem and fly back down to the filthy filthy ground. Oh jeez. Grimacing as your toes touch, but uh, can't be avoided sometimes. Also dirty. You find yourself back on the ground. Water to start cleaning off his suit as best he can. You're able to get it back to a semblance of professionalism. And I'm gonna need to pick up prestidigitation. 
Oh, yeah. Screw that. Just gonna use Presage and Station to clean off all the toad slime. Immediately oh, yeah, you are dust. covered in toad slime. And the, the toad slime, which has uh, started to congeal like gel at this point, got a little bit it's a crusty. It's moisturizing. It's, it's helping your skin. Your hair looks fantastic. It's never looked better, in fact. You see, like, all these wonderful colors and and a sheen that comes out in it. Shine more than normal. But with the help of your spells, you're able to get as presentable as you're able to and looking quite dapper as usual. Setting a high bar for your companions, you proceed through the town. Where are you headed? Uh, I'll make quick stops to the blacksmiths to uh, submit my project to him. Interesting. Okay, I think we can get this. What did you say this is for again? Ask no questions. Yep, you're right. You're right. I'll name that. I'll ask questions or get this done for you. Probably take about two, three days. This done. Man. Take your time. I'll, I'll be back to pick it up. Very good, very good, absolutely. Pleasure doing business. Here's your ticket. Up, oh, thank you. Tink, 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 tink. Walk out as the bells toll, and you guys find yourself back in the street. Alright, so first up, finding Irene a suitable place to stay so that we can go to the mountain. Yep. Heading back to the Blue Water Inn, you find yourselves crossing the threshold, looking back through the bar out towards the lovely blue lake and the mountain ranges. You see the bartender there? <coughs> Cleaning the glass. Uh, I'll ask him if he has any rooms. Well, sure, we got a few rooms for ya. Here, step this way. I mean, you'll need it. Looks like you got a... Jeez. All right, okay, here you go. Three keys. That's gonna be three silver pieces for the night. Body oh, such a thick Scottish accent. Okay. Well, we come from the mists up there in Ireland. Here, very familiar with this kind of place. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna pay him. There we go, there you go. There's your keys and there's some free wine on the house. There you go. I'm gonna pocket that. There we go. Uh, as you turn to go, um, he uh, puts his hand on top of yours. Hey, uh, look, there's. Uh, I've been reluctant to ask for any help around here, but um, we have a bit of a problem. Our latest shipment of wine is late and it's. Well, it's really fucking late. It's like not even here. It's supposed to be here like. Six weeks ago or some shit. Like something's wrong. Slipped into a Russian accent. I think something's wrong with our shipment of shit. What the fuck is going on <laughs> with our whiskey? What the fuck? Vodka's not here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey. An Irish, Scottish, or, and or Russian man is giving away alcohol when they have a late shit. My parents like to fuck. I don't believe them at all. My parents like to fuck, all right? You don't what? judge me. I don't judge your parents. No, 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 no that's not all the right. thing. That's not the thing. Why are you giving away alcohol? <laughs> because I'm hot. He nods over at Cardius like, duh. 
Cut the mention so, of so more delightful <laughs> Listen here, lizard boy. Don't. You will respect my appearance. I'll have you know, I was very, very, very uh, high on the top of the pedestals down in Avernus. Like I care what they do in Avernus. They got horns growing out of their head. What kind of losers have horns growing out of their heads? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hold on, Dave, is just gonna touch <laughs> one of the horns on top of his head. Come <laughs> on, you don't want to be talking about the infernal races like that, laddie. It's one way ticket to hell, and you'll end up somewhere you don't want to be. Alright, uh, where were these shipments supposed to be coming from? This is uh, very good wine. It'd be a shame if we couldn't get more. Oh, they're the best. In fact, this isn't even their best uh, vintage. They have one above this. It's quite delicious. I'll look, all right, what you're going to need to do is go on down to the Wizards of Winery. They're, they're uh, between you and me, I owe them a lot of money, but still, I I can't put this off any longer. They're the only suppliers, so, I mean, I'm fucked. If they're, if they're fucked, I'm fucked, so uh, do me a favor and look into it, will Ah, yes. I'll, I'll do that for you if you would. Uh, I mean, is Irene not fine with staying here? No answer means consent. That's oh. what I learned in college. If she doesn't answer. Great, great, great. Look, we're gonna, we're gonna leave <laughs> this lovely woman with Wait, you, and uh, if you could check up on her every now and then. Keep her safe, you know, keep people posted. And uh, we, we'd, we'd be very appreciative, you know? Well, of course, this seems like a natural uh, give and take. I'll, I'll put up this, uh, uh, Irina. Yes, my name's Irina, lovely to meet you. Yes, uh, Irina, lovely to meet you as well. Um, my name is... Uh, DMNPC number 52. 52163P Irwin. Er Erwin Mortikoff. Well, to be fair, after our recent encounter, I would be safe. Well, I can't promise you that she'll be completely a hundred percent safe here. I do my best to make sure the customers and the guests are well looked after, but this is Barovia, after all. It's a uh, not exactly a picnic out here. Alright, I'm going to give Irina, I'll begrudgingly give her Kalidus, my uh, shadow totem. What's this? Look, if you ever find yourself in a bit of a dangerous predicament, just rip up the piece of paper and it should give you a shadow. Alright, I'm not sure I completely understand, but I trust you. Cardius and if you think that will be my best bet for survival, I'll take it. It's resistant to just about everything. And that sounds very helpful, and I know I'll need something strong to protect me from this evil that haunts me. Now you rest up here, get some food and all that. We will meet again. I sincerely hope so, that we will meet again, and... I wrote this scene for Castellan, but Cardius and Darius, <laughs> since you're the ones who have attended tonight's session. 
<laughs> just completely left out Harry. Okay. Nope, not for him. <laughs> Dang. I don't know why, but I had a um, I had a reason. I'll have to think about that later. I'm feeling stupid, but I promised that I would stay my hand and I would not take my own life. However, while you have taken measures, you've brought me here to the lackey and even given me one of your own totems as protection. I fear that it might not be enough. So before you go, I want you to promise me one last thing before you leave. I want you to promise me that if Strahd does succeed in turning me into a vampire spawn, and I do fall under his control, you will not rest until you have killed me. You will not allow me to be under his spell and that you will free me one way or another. If that is... Nothing shall keep this gentleman's word. Various will kind of bow, take his hat. I will hold you both at your words. I will continue. To push on. <laughs> I will continue to move forward and I swear to you that you are my family and I will live for you and I will die for you. It's quite extreme, but okay. Until we meet again, madame. Until we meet again. That's where we're going to end tonight's yeah. session. Yeah. I'm also going to give her my little bag of sand. So she has pocket sand. Pocket sand? Are you sure? That's pretty valuable. Oh, no, no, I insist. <laughs> Taking the sand from you, she gives each of you a big hug. Very softly. Eric's gonna look very confused and mimic the action to her, but a little too hard. <gasps> Slightly too too much. Thank you. This is a friendly reminder from your CEO of Clorox telling you that we are here in your time of need and that our special formulation is COVID ready to help you protect yourself and your family from this dangerous pandemic. Now, we have had some calls come in both from the CDC and the general public reminding us that our product should not be used internally or in 
suggested in any fashion. If you plan on taking your heroin needles and filling them up with bleach and heroin, we suggest leaving out the bleach for now. Our formula is specifically meant to clean outside the human body. And while we are researching ways to ingest bleach, unfortunately, the only people doing that right now are followers of the bleach church. And those guys are a crazy psychotic cult. So for now, just use our product as a household cleaning product. Clean your toilet and your shoes. And when we figure out how to aerosolize bleach so you can safely inhale it into your lungs, curing you of the dangerous pandemic that has changed our world forever, then we'll let you know. Remember, Clorox, we kill everything we touch.